Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the Brunch and Slay podcast. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder and CEO of Brunch and Slay Media. As always, I'm happy to be back at the studio, wink, wink, <laughs> recording. And today we have a, a very talented woman who just happens to be one of my stores on the show. And of course, you know, I'm not biased, but you know, she has to have a good head on her shoulders. Let's just be honest. She, she chose the right choice the right path so no but today guys i am so happy to be back i want to thank all of you who listen to the show every week who give us feedback who share the show those of you who have created reviews for us and who have subscribed to the show thank you a million times over for those of you who have yet to create a review today's the day you know what i'm going to say i'm calling you on it go ahead and do that review two sentences five stars on whatever platform you listen to i will be forever thankful and so without any further ado, I want to introduce you, a woman who is on a mission. And of course, you know that that's a current theme on this show. We love women who are in, living their life and a purpose, who are pursuing their dreams and who are answering the call. And Dr. Michelle Finnick isn't any different to that. She's an author, she's a speaker, and she's a coach. Welcome to the show, Dr. Michelle Finnick. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I am doing fantastic, Amira. I'm so excited to be joining you today. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. Now, for those of you who actually head over to the website pretty often, I'm sure you know know this name because I reviewed Dr. Phoenix's book a few months back. It's a great book and it's a quick read. Uh, tell us a little bit about her story. So the my first book was Her Story, Turning Pain into Purpose. And so my reason for writing that book is I really wanted a cathartic experience to just really purge myself of different experiences that I had. And I wanted to unmask. And I also wanted to empower women. When I was uh, around 42, I lost two prominent women in my life. I lost my mother and I lost my aunt. And they were phenomenal women. And I, I laud all of their accomplishments, very educated. However, there were some things that really pre presented challenges for them in the area of fitness uh, and health. So mental health and physical health. And so I embarked upon this journey that I called a fitness journey. And on my fitness journey, I wanted to focus on not just the fit, my physical fitness, but mind, body, spirit, and finances. I felt like if I really got a a, a good handle on those areas that I could live a very fulfilled and abundant life. So through my journey, I began doing all kinds of deep reflection. And out of that came the book, Her Story, Turning Pain into Purpose. I found that one of the things that was diminishing the quality of my life is I actually cared about what other people thought to, to a disadvantage. And what I wanted to do was unmask things that I was hiding. I wanted to put everything on the table. I wanted to be free 
and I wanted to be healthy. And so for me, the book was extremely cathartic. There were people that I had in my life that were just really dumbfounded that I had some of those experiences. And not all of it is positive as far as the things that I did in my life, but I was able to acknowledge them and go on from them. So it was also a story of redemption. And so for me, that book did did a lot for me personally, but it also blessed others. And uh, again, I love what you do with your program, with your organization, with your business. You empower so many women. And I, I believe women have been empowered by this story as well as men. Yeah. And you know, I think it's, that's a great uh, aspect of sharing your story. We have folks on the show sometimes who have our authors and have written books and sometimes they are, you know, reflections of their actual life, but you kind of touched on something I hadn't heard anyone really talk about was the healing process of actually sharing your story and how cathartic it was to just be honest with yourself about who you truly are or were or where you came from. And tell me a little bit about that process. How long did it take you to write the book or complete it? So I actually started in 2008 with some journaling because there were things that I didn't know why I was doing some of those things. And I wanted, so I began journaling to just kind of see my own patterns. And then following the passing of my mother, I was able to collect those journals and then add additional context to really frame it. And so for me, it was almost like two Michelles. There was the Michelle that people saw. And then there was the Michelle that did all of these different things to get to the Michelle that people saw. And what I, I, what I wanted to do was make amends for some of those things and also share that there's another way because different things that I was able to accomplish were wonderful accomplishments, but there is a price to pay. So, you know, for all of our actions, there are consequences. And I just wanted women that I felt like admired me, you know, mentees and just beautiful young women that would ask if I would be their coach. I wanted them to know that this is not the way to do it. Much of my life has been spent as an administrator or in senior management. And so I've been so blessed always to have these incredible young women, beautiful young women, intelligent young women. And I wanted them to avoid anything that mar their reputation. And so I wanted to own decisions that I made and I wanted to make amends for those. And I wanted women to know that their consequences and that Everything has to be accounted for and considered when we're going forward. Yeah, always forward. And I think that's that's the true healing is realizing, addressing, and forgiving oneself. Absolutely. Um, a lot of, yeah. A lot of times, you know, we all do things that we wish we, we if we had a time machine, my goodness, what would life be like, right? No one would ever get yes. it. <laughs> we constantly be in that time machine. But that's the that's the great part of the journey is it gives us things sometimes that teach teach us lessons. And I think the best way to learn lessons sometimes is for it to be a little painful. Um, you know, it's just like when you fall off a bike, it, it hurts and you realize I don't want to fall again. So I'm going to learn how to ride this bike. I'm going to keep this thing up. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what this game of life is about. So you've written a few books. Tell us about your most recent book. 
So the most recent book is What You Sow in Tears. And so I'm a very spiritual person. I grew up with a mother that loved the Bible. And one of the things that she really blessed me with is scripture. So there's a scripture that says, what you sow in tears, you reap in joy. And I believe that. I just believe that what you sow, you reap. And uh, so that book is a celebration because her story was so cathartic and it was so telling. And I just purged myself and all the good, bad and ugly and indifferent came out. But I wanted people who were following my journey to know that on the other side is joy, that there truly is beauty for ashes and your life is a it's a journey, not a destination. So even if you make a misstep, even if you make a mistake, you can recover, you know, and so what you sow in tears is a celebration. It's a celebration of the victories. It's a celebration of the moments of overcoming. It's a celebration of those wonderful connections and blessings. And so that's what the second book was about. It's about the fact that there's beauty for ashes. Wow. And, and that's, that's really, that's awesome. Congratulations on completing another book. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I know that that's not easy. Now you're a coach and I, and I always ask what type of coach, cause there's a lot of different dimensions to being a coach. There's a lot of uh, different ways you can help people. So I'd love to know, and for you to share a little bit more about your coaching and your offerings. Excellent. So what I've been doing over the last several years is coaching people who are aspiring administrators. And it's just, I I promise you, Amira, it is just a gift that God gave me. I spend time with individuals and we literally go through the process role-playing interviews. And I know I'm a a soft-spoken, you know, very demure lady. However, in those scenarios, we, we stop. So we start with a handshake. We start with how you enter the room. We go through a series of questions. We practice the introduction. And I literally tell clients, I'm going to stop you because practice makes perfect. And so if the handshake isn't quite what it needs to be to secure the deal, we will redo the handshake, but we'll go through the process so that the client can feel successful and enjoy the interviewing experience. And then for those who are looking for a job match. There's a process that we go through. And then for those who are pursuing other types of administrative experiences. And so for the last several years, I've been offering that. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm so excited to be on the podcast because I'm launching my business in March called Ask Dr. Michelle. And uh, that will give individuals some time to meet with me on a, you know, on a contractual basis to really go in depth in that process and do some more reflective pieces. And so that's what I've been doing. And here lately, I've been working with teachers also. And it's wonderful because it's non-evaluative. And, you know, I provide warm feedback so that the individual knows what their strengths are. And then I provide cool feedback, areas for focus in a very succinct way that's not overwhelming so that the individual can grow in incremental steps. 
That is really cool. I don't know that I've ever met anyone who was an administrator coach. And I think that that's that I can just imagine those waters are very difficult and challenging to navigate when you want to be an administrator in today's system. Um, so that's an awesome and very unique spin. Wow. Thank really you. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's worthwhile working. I'm from a family of educators and it's a passion. It's a, it's a calling. And so the craft has to be perfected. And for those who want to be in the administrative capacity, it can be all encompassing. So I tell every single client to whom much is given, much is required. And so you really have to be willing to invest yourself 110% because their lives at stake. Yeah. Yeah. So now you as a coach, what is your ultimate goal? I want the person to have job match and be fulfilled while also positively impacting their scope. So that's always my intention is that that person is operating at 100% or more enjoying the work and positively impacting others. I'm of the mindset that everyone needs to experience something positive from my input. If, you know, I, I look at the individual, I look at their, their intent, I look at the heart because it has to be a match for me to take the person on. And then there has to be, you know, relationship and trust. And so for me, Amira, it truly is my legacy. You know, you want to make your imprint in the world and administrators oftentimes are principals over schools or they may be coaching other principals. And when you think of not just the students, but the parents, the employees, the the assistant principals that they have. You think about the communities that are impacted. It is widespread. And so the fulfillment comes for me when I know that it's positive, it's good, the heart condition is right, the mindset is right, having that legacy. And so um, that's what I want out of the experience is that it's job match. They reach their full potential. They become a lifelong learner and they are paying it forward. That's awesome. Now your husband and yourself, you have a charity too. We do. We do. And um, I thank you because you've attended uh, some of our events and um, it, it's just always so positive getting people from the community who are doing worthwhile things, but we have the Finnick foundation and it's a 501c3. And what we do is we provide experiences for individuals in science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And so oftentimes people will say, well, is it STEM? And I'll, I will let them know gently that it's STEAM because we also include the art component. And uh, what's so wonderful about it is there's something for everyone. So for our elementary age child, we want to really get those students before they go into middle school. So we will help with funding for a science camp because a lot of times students experience the summer slide when they are out of school for those three months. A lot of the learning that took place during the school year, they'll lose. And so we, don't, we want to be a conduit for keeping the learning going. And then for our high school seniors who are pursuing one of those areas, one of those STEAM-based areas, we provide scholarships. And then we've added our ongoing professional development for adults. And so for adults, we offer training for Cisco certification. And what's so wonderful about this certification is 
it can afford someone with a six-figure salary over time, of course, when they when they build up their repertoire and their resume. But this is for individuals who perhaps college is not for them, and they can get this Cisco certification and really carve out their own way. You know, there are jobs that you can do at home. Where there's there are jobs that you can do at different times. We looked on Indeed. There are jobs that you can do, you know, in the twilight hours that pay six figures if you have your Cisco certification. And so that's what's so beautiful about the STEM industry. And what we also love about our organization is it's actually a reflection of us as a couple. You have me with the educational background and you have my husband with the STEM background. And so it allows us to be a force together to positively impact the community. Our next uh, phase that we want to include is a community center. And so we're working on that. And so we're pursuing corporate sponsors and donations to really get a community center going because we want to bring in our other organizations that are, are so key and so impactful in the world. And you mentioned one of those at the outset of our uh, of the presentation to allow for those engineers and uh, different people who have a science background to actually offer workshops for students so that we can have a hand in working with the students firsthand. More Brunch and Slay after this. Hey, you fabulous powerhouses. Having you support the podcast by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing is awesome. And it's made each episode reach more and more people every week. But did you know that as a listener-supported show, we rely on you to keep these wheels turning? And for as little as $1 a month, you help me keep giving you great content and even better guests. And yes, ma'am, you heard that right. For only $12 a year, you support the dream. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash brunch and slay. And now back to brunch and slay. Now that's awesome. You know, and, and I love that as an educator or administrator, a person who works very closely with folks in education, you realize that it's college is not always the route for everyone. That is correct. Uh, you know, and we hear that. And, and I don't think that people really give credit. There's so many jobs out there or, or paths or callings that do not require you to go to attend a four-year university. And to have someone who really gets that and who's going out of their way to provide something for an adult and even wanting to go a step further and create an actual center for education and wellness in your own community, man, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so Dr. Michelle, now you said that you're going to be launching your a new level of your business, or I guess kind of rebranding, so to speak, because uh, you're already out there and you're already creating great things. You, I, I could just only assume everything is going to be under one house and, and readily available for folks come March. That's right. That's right. And so um, it's Ask Dr. Michelle, and I've been doing this work ongoing for you know over a decade but I really want to package it better so that individuals can get more access to working with me one-on-one -on -one. and uh, I'll be getting more information out there you know very very soon regarding what the different offering offerings are and the packages 
All right. So now that everybody has gotten to know you and they know that you are a force in your community and you are a woman on a mission, I want them to get to know a little bit more about your personality so they can follow and they want to stay tuned and they want to support you, not just because they believe in what you're doing, but they're cheering for you as a person. So I'm going to ask you a few questions and I just want you to answer them as best you can. Do not feel the pressure. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So give me three books that you've read uh, that have actually changed your life for the better. So three books that I've read that have actually changed my life for the better are, and please don't judge me for this, but Leadership Secrets of Attila the Hun, The Secret, and H3 Leadership. Hmm. Now there's there's two of those (laughs) I have not heard of, and that is surprising. Okay, so the Till the Hun got my, got, you piqued my interest. I'm going to have to Google that one and, and check yeah, it out. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing book. It's an amazing book of leadership. It's, uh, it's very romantic, but it's very much, um, you know, it, it seems far-fetched, but there's so many amazing lessons from that book. And it talks about, you know, when to retreat, what type of positions to pursue, um, the, you know, what happens if you are an interim leader and it was, I had an amazing mentor as a, as a, to be, to go into school administration and he recommended the book. And I just thought, oh, this is not for me. You know, this is not uh, feminine enough. And, uh, but it has served me so well. And I always, recommended for aspiring leaders and it's it's not that you are a domineering leader but it tells you how to really engage your team uh you know so there's so many lessons from it and then you know those critical missteps because you one of the wonderful things about being a mentor that has been a blessing to me is to use my missteps to help others There's no need for someone to repeat a mistake that a previous leader has made when they can avoid that and really be powerful. Um, The H3 leadership is stay hungry, be humble, and always hustle. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the title tells it all. It's by Brad Limerick. And, you know, stay hungry. You know, oftentimes we see that people lose their following, lose their edge, lose credibility because they stopped being hungry. They got complacent and that's dangerous. You know, we we never rest on our laurels. You know, you get your doctorate. Okay. How else can you learn? You get your uh, law degree. What else can you do to grow yourself? Are you still reading? Are you still interacting with, with people in the community? Are you staying abreast? Be humble. We know the danger of getting the big head. We know the the danger of being arrogant and then always hustle, always be out there willing to work. You know, what did, what did you do during the day that was going to benefit you? That's going to help to monetize what you have in your skill set. You know, so uh, that's, that's an amazing book and it shares different experiences of different leaders that are current and just their true journey, but a, powerful powerful book and then the secret because it's so positive you know we have to have a vision for ourselves Uh, you know every year my husband and I work on a vision board that we work on together as a couple and then I have my own vision board and uh it's it's so wonderful because over time 
it's gotten more concise as far as just, you know, big rocks that I want to just really chip away at for the year. And so uh, that's what I love that book because, you know, as a, as a woman thinketh, so is she. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are some great choices. Now you, we, we know what you're reading. So what piece of tech can you not live without? What one piece of technology would you just like, not who you were without it, not know who you were without it? Well, I love, I need my phone because it's where I keep all of my notes. I use the notes part of the, of my iPhone. And I, when I have different ideas come, you know, I get out of the shower and I put everything there. For instance, I'm working on my third book. And then as I was uh, putting all of my notes together, that's where they are. I did another interview and the gentleman asked if I had any hacks. And so I shared that I'm constantly putting in information in my notes section. And so what I will do before my birthday is I will take all of my notes and compile them. And I'll already have several pages that can turn into a book. And so uh, the notes, the notes part or notes feature, that's the word I'm looking for, of my iPhone is just incredible. Also, you said the one piece. So that's probably the most critical piece for me that I enjoy the most because it's my to-do list. I also put my different focus areas for my vision board. I, I keep it there so I can look at it from time to time. When I'm, a, when I'm away from home and uh, it's where I just keep everything. It helps to keep me organized. It just, it's, it, it, as you can hear, I can't live without it. Are you kidding me? I literally just answered. I did not know I was on mute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would have to go back here. Okay. So no, but okay. I, I agree with your notes. I use my notes too. I'm a person who takes photos and puts them in her notes, put the details there. Yes. I email them. I text them. It's yes. a really great way of getting an idea to someone else too quickly without having to go as formal as writing a, you know, a whole email or you can make graphs in there. It's amazing. So I'm It's amazing. Yes. All right. So I'm going to ask you a few questions and I want you to just answer the end of the sentence. So my question for you is to answer is I am better because my years of being on this planet, my greatest victory is my daughter. I forgive myself for past mistakes. Mm, yeah, that's great. So now one of the things that I think is really important as we continue to have people like yourself share their story and become vulnerable and, and just kind of share their journey to motivate us, to lend us the motivation that we might need to make it through the week. I think it's important that we give them something in return. So I'd love to know what vibes and prayers can the Brunch and Slay tribe send your way? Oh, wow. This is such a, a blessing. Vision that the vision that God has for my life, that it just becomes so clear that I don't question it. That's, that's the prayer. Asking you shall have. So everybody Amen. knows what to do as you're listening. You already know it takes two seconds, make it happen. Amen. <laughs> so this Saturday you can brunch with anybody in the world dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? I'm brunching with Michelle Obama, the other Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I I love and to be in her presence would be such a gift. She is inspiration. 
I, I didn't want to say that she is inspiring. I wanted to epitomize her. She is inspiration. I have to agree with you on that. She is a pretty fabulous woman and I haven't met her. I know that, you know, we only see what people want us to see, but any person who can handle herself the way she handled herself while her husband was in office and since since, that's since she's, that's all. Um, That says a lot because very easily, you know, the media was just looking and searching for an opportunity to shine a bad light on anything she did. And to handle herself in the way that she did without any snafus or hiccups. Poise. Yes. Such poise. So what area of your life are you currently slaying? The area that I'm constantly slaying is balance. I am so grateful for what God has done to balance my life out. You know, he's given me the, just, he's empowered me to say no and to work in a way that my actions are aligned. When I do something, I consider, does does this align with my goals? Does this match? Or is this outside of the sphere of what I'm focused on? And so I I believe, and I I can say with uh, humility and, and zeal, that balance is an area where I feel like I'm slaying. And that's not easy. That is that is a tight, tight rope. So yeah, go Dr. Michelle. <laughs> so where Thank can you, people Mira. find you? You're welcome. Where can people find you? How can they support you? So uh, LinkedIn is a wonderful, wonderful mechanism that I just am really using. It's, you know, it's already made. And so I'm just Dr. Michelle Finnick on LinkedIn. Also, if you just want to see just my life, uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as the Dr. Michelle. And then uh, I've started a YouTube page and it's the Dr. Michelle as well. All right. Well, you know, I give you many, many thanks. Thank you so much for coming onto the show and sharing your story and motivating those women out there. And if you are a, an aspiring administrator and you literally, and you know, you've been trying to figure out which route to take, or you're looking to make that ultimate pivot you know right now that you have someone you who can you can use as a resource uh, a woman who is living her life's purpose and walking in her legacy by sharing and helping build others up so reach out to dr michelle and i task you if you're listening just like i'm doing every week if you're listening to the show and you made it to the end then i ask that you follow dr michelle for at least 30 days on her social media platforms give her feed a chance and if you don't like it which i doubt uh, after 30 days, you know what to do. But if you do, then you go ahead and like it and you start engaging and, and leaving some comments and letting her know that her job and what she's doing is helping the people out there and it's not in vain. So, you know, this has been excellent. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Dr. Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. God bless. Oh, thanks. And if you guys are loving the show, you know what to do subscribe and share and review. But most importantly, What I want you to do and what I ask that you please try to always remember that if she can, I can, we all can, right? And I'm Amira, and this is Bunch and Slay.